Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Hey, hey, angels. Welcome to episode 134 of the Freud's Angels podcast. We're coming back from a a two-week break. Um, I was in New Jersey and uh, playing some hockey. And yeah, so we're getting back into the swing of things. I'm excited about what we're talking about today. I feel like we're both in these 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 discovery missions of of this. So it's very exciting to talk about it. Um, like we talk about, you know, when, when we start, when we heal something or we find something cool, it's like, we can't stop ourselves from telling everyone about <laughs> it because we're like, this feels amazing. We want you to feel this too. So not that this is like something we've never talked about before, but I just feel like right now there's a lot of passion and fire behind it. So it's like that added dose of excitement. So it's not just, hey, here's some knowledge. It's like, here's some freaking knowledge. And we're so, we're in it and we're diving around, flopping in the waters of it. Lovely, you know, lovely time we're having. Would you like to come with us? Yes. So all of that. Yeah. In case you couldn't tell how excited I am. Right. That very wordy introduction. Well, which is perfectly fine. We haven't been here in a minute in this space. And I really feel that, I don't know, like I, you know, while it's it's interesting how, you know, we always say that we know when we're not recording, like when we miss a week, it feels very foreign. It doesn't feel great and the support, but even though we, we skipped a week because of, you know, what, Vanessa was doing the thing, one of the things she loves the most, which is play hockey, fulfilling her cup so full that it overflows. And, you know, there wasn't a sense of like desperation of needing the container. It was more of a space of coming together and sharing what was happening. And not that we didn't support the way we always support, but in the past this our pregame is what we call it has been so necessary for our processing part of us to kind of release the valve so much and it's turned into this lovely space of just support and reflection and care and helping yeah there is some processing but it's not from a space of like the need for it because we're on everything's on fire everything is melting and 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 there's no i we're out of water to put out the fire so i needed to i I don't know why that just came to mind but it just came to my heart to just reflect on that because i think in some ways what we're talking about today ties into that idea because when we're everything's on fire then it it takes us out of ourselves and out of the trueness and the core of who we are. So the title of today's podcast and is who is who are you who is your core self? Let me try to <laughs> figure that one out. Um well we said like 14 different I ways. Know. I mean we went through a, an entire like brainstorm but it was more like a just a channeling of a bunch of words. So yeah. <laughs> so who is your core self? And, you know, Vanessa just said like a few moments ago about, 
your authentic self. We have done a podcast on the authentic self, but Vanessa explained it, which makes so much sense to me in that it's, it's authentic self is more about how you show up versus who you are at your core. Like what, what at the time, like, what are the, what stars, what, what stardust was put sprinkled into your soul, into your being, into your existence on the 3D and all of those things. And that makes so much sense to me. Um, And, you know, we, we both have had, (laughs) I'm sure we've all done like the personality tests and all the things we've done all the things. And I've discovered a new kind of, it's not new, but it's new to me kind of processing and seeing. And so we're here to kind of share all these things and, to kind of take back your power on some of them that may seem like they've taken your power away and also giving you the freedom to have acceptance around so much of who you are, you know, what your tendencies are, what, you know, all of the things. So, you know, buckle up. <laughs> yeah, buckle Ready. up. I love that. And I, I love that reflection because it's almost like it went over my head until you said it. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, really and truly we, we, I mean, we've used this container for so many things, you know, and, and, and our evolution of just ourselves and the podcast itself, how we show up in our careers. I mean, this, this container has contained it all and we've grown in it, but I don't think I really like reflected on it that way until you said it where I was like, yeah, I mean, we did used to like put out the fires right? Like, because we were burning with them, you know, and it's now we're just kind of acknowledging the fires and we're kind of being like, well, this is on fire. But like, I mean, I guess I see how it got there, you know, like, and it it, it is, it, it really has been different, you know, um, even, you know, when I'm even going back a few weeks of like the fires that were going on, showing up and just not feeling out of control, the way we used to feel out of control. We feel like the knowledge of we aren't, (laughs) that we're in surrender. We're in learning about ourselves. We're, we're understanding that there's so many, so many things at work that, that we are being way more curious than we ever were. You know, it feels like, so it's bringing us like a level of peace to be able to do this, you know, to be able to do this work and our support, like is, is really is reflecting that of being, you know, being more of a sharing space rather than a oh my god you need to help me because I'm you know on fire holy yeah. crap you know it's it, it's weird because all of those spaces have been great all of the you know like we needed to show up that way but it shows our growth you know and I think that that was my again my wordy way of being like wow like look at how far we've grown and we just we just missed our three-year anniversary last week of this podcast last week and so wow you know like when you actually I just got goosebumps talking or thinking about it the the things that have transpired in those three years for us is like amazing and it all ties back to what you're saying is like the work we've been doing is this work that we're about to talk about right now and it's almost like we're we're at the best place to talk about it. We've been doing it all this time, but we're in that the calmer space to be able to talk about it with the separations that we will talk about with the, how it fits into the world, which we'll talk about today. You know, it's, it's like a perfect storm of 
awesomeness that showed up today and I'm excited. Recently, Vanessa has consistently talked about the idea of radical acceptance. It's a buzzword going around, not only in therapy, but in other avenues and other spaces. And so we talk a lot about that. We talk a lot about stepping into acceptance of situations, of moments, of ourselves. And, you know, I did a angel healing circle a couple weeks ago on my birthday, actually, um, about receiving radical acceptance Mm -hmm. and there's a difference i think in having that radical acceptance and receiving it whether it's from yourself or another person or from the spirits around us we can have it and give it to others but to receive it for ourselves there's so many beliefs about who we are what we deserve you know and all of that and i think what all this work we're going to share today does is help us move into acceptance and in receiving it from ourselves and the parts of ourselves that carry judgment um, i.e the brain and our minds and the wounded self and and it brings that sense of like yeah okay there's parts of me that are great but they're me and there's nowhere that says that because I have these things that I'm less than a beautiful human being. Yeah. And you, you paused at the perfect time and it's almost like you couldn't help but to pause to be like, what makes it not great? (laughs) It was like, how did that just come out that way? Because like we're in this, this space where we're kind of like, is it not great? Or is it just is? You know, right? Like, and being like, it doesn't make me bad because it's something that I'm not interested in in being anymore. It's not, so it's not great. Like, it's still good, still part of me. It's still okay. You know, and and like I said, I feel like that pause that you had after you said it was very much like that appropriate pause to be like, but what does it really mean? You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to go down this big trail of like what the not great is because it just is, you know, and, 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 it's not a big deal, you know? Um, but I, I wrote down receiving radical acceptance because I was like, oh, that's a whole podcast in and of itself. Yes. <laughs> I have a meditation too, if anybody's ever yeah. interested in it. Because it was pretty cool. But because so, I think that there's there's like a there's like a whole thing that goes along with that when you include other people and we're talking about just ourselves, which is a hard enough task. So hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. If we if we don't have it for ourselves, we can't recognize where it's been given, mm-hmm. and and that this ties to this. But this is just an aside. Something I've really learned over my birthday, over the last couple of weeks, and and I think I need to share it because I think somebody needs to hear it. Those of us who exist in this belief system that we're burdensome or we're not worthy, when that shows up. It's not so much us working to be able to receive it. It's us working to give it to ourselves and to understand and to be able to accept it. So there were some things around my birthday that happened. Not bad things, not bad things, but my mind created stories where I felt burdensome. I felt like I was asking too much of my friends to have dinner for me and to you know, at the end of a work night when everybody was tired, like 
I felt so much like I was burdensome to them. And one of my dearest friends reflected to me, they, they were very clear in that if I didn't want to do this or have the bandwidth to do this, I wouldn't have done this. And everybody showed up. No, everybody could have said, no, I don't, it's a work night, I, I'm tired. You know, everybody had that opportunity, but they chose to show up for you mm-hmm. because we're celebrating your presence in our life. And that hit me so fucking hard that I was like, how much and how many spaces has that happened that because I don't have that acceptance, that kindness, that belief about myself that I'm worthy of people showing up for me, that I've missed out on where it all is in my entire life. And so if you're a person who out there who struggles with that thought, that feeling of a burden, because there's, there was just a meme that was shared with me that, that connects to this. And, um, and I want to share it because it blew my mind and, and the person that sent it to me was like, oh my God, it says, as an abused child, I learned that my emotional needs were a burden to others. After a lifetime of suppressing my emotions, any emotional response from me as an adult feels like an overreaction. Mm. I so relate to that so freaking hard right now that it is like, wow. Wow, because I'm all emotion, like all the time. And and so in that space, because I entered that space of wanting to accept who I am, all the things we're gonna share, which we will get to in a moment, there's a building to this because there's an understanding I think is necessary. But because of all of the investigation, because of the curiosity, because of stepping into the acceptance, even about some of my toxic traits, about some of my shadow traits, all of that and the understanding and acceptance I've received in these spaces of investigation using these tools has helped me bring awareness to where that I feel like that has brought me acceptance of this is just how I am. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't work to heal those parts of myself or to kind of understand how to work with them in the most optimal way. That's the whole point. It's like having a car. Those of you who grew up in the times that we grew up that had those cars that were second-handed and that had all the things wrong with it. I had a car that had a kind of a wonky transmission and wouldn't shift into first gear. But I had that car for seven years Mm -hmm. because I knew how to make it work in the way that I needed it to work. It's the same thing. We have wonky things within us that don't always feel great or work the way we want them to. But when we understand them, we can help them feed our passion, feed what we're here to do. And that's why these things are so important. So Vanessa, you want to talk, let's, you want to start talking with kind of about, let me stop talking because <laughs> I will go on because I, I truly am entering into this phase of like, how can I accept me as a whole, but I have to know what's there to accept it. No, and I think that that was, I mean, it needed to, I feel like it needed to be, like you said, somebody, somebody needs to hear it, but like you needed to say it too. And like, I I think that that's just, 
what we do. I mean, that's, this is the space that we've created, right? Like, it's like we sit down and we just open the channel and just trust that whatever is supposed to come out comes out. I mean, truly, this is this is how it is. We don't write notes and prepare. We literally, right before we press record, go, what are we going to talk about? And just <laughs> let it start flowing. You know, I mean, there's there's no real structure to to this and so that's what you know like I trust that whatever's coming for for both of us is supposed to come because it ties in in one way because we've opened we've opened up the channel right like and said this is this is the information we're we're talking about today and so this becomes part of it right like of of what is this journey and how does this how does this radical acceptance of self or, or whatever fit in here well yeah this is how it does because this is this is what the journey looks like right because we're going to come here we're going to give you some information but sometimes it's hard to know what it looks like and that's you know where that comes in you know where where it needed to come in for you to be able to say like here's an example of you know what this is sparking but um yeah I mean it, it really is like we have such a a problem in our like 3d world and society of 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 abandoning like our core selves and uh, like from birth right like because we're not encouraged to be our core selves we're not um you know when we show up as you know with as young children who don't have any other option really <laughs> than to operate from our from our core being we start to get the messages about that core being and that core self and we start to assimilate to whatever's coming at us that that is teaching us how to exist in the world and as time goes on if we're not in great environments we don't even know who we are like we turn into the 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 product of that programming that 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 teaching that has come along you know, to, to guide us, right? Like, that's what we think of is like, oh, well, you know, like we're supposed to, our parents are here to teach us how to exist in society and how to be good and be kind and whatever. And it's like, yeah, 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 a little bit, but not at the cost of who we are, because everybody who is a client of mine or knows me knows that I believe that a midlife crisis is a soul crisis. I, I'm, my clients, you know, always hear me be like, little soul guy got out of the box that's what happened you put him in a box and he got he figured out the hole and then popped out good luck getting him back in it's not going to happen right because yeah. now you have awareness that you never had before and good luck right but then our job is well what's that guy saying right because that's the core of you that's the that's what you've been abandoning all along because of this programming because of those signals that you got when you were younger who is that? Let's explore who that person is because now you understand that you have to nurture that person or else. Like now you have the consequence of it to look at. Your whole world feels like it's going to implode. You've you're you're wanting to do things that you've never done before. You're wrecking relationships or whatever, you know, your belief system is. It's like it doesn't have to be that way. If we find and nurture that, you know, little soul guy, then you won't have to do this again, <laughs> you know? And that's where, you know, that's where that, that comes in of like, who are you at your core? It is like, it takes me a long time with some people. It took a long time with me to try to separate what's me and what did I learn? I mean, there were a lot of things that I was like, oh, that's me. 
And then I would like act in a certain way in a, in a situation. And I'd be like, that doesn't seem like me. And it's like, well, <laughs> it must be because you did it. <laughs> right? So now you have to sit and think about what happened. Right. Like, was that something that felt so like led by you and like you, you know, you just were bursting with excitement and it was, it was from your core or were you acting out of trauma? You're going to have to sit here and think about it. You're going to have to sit here and think about where, you know, what, what that, where that learned behavior was and, you know, doing that work of finding out who your core self is. God, it's like priceless information because then you learn how to build your world, your world, you know, like in the existing space that we have or that we know as the 3D world, you shift certain things to be able to, you know, hold your little soul guy in a good place. And there's many tools that do this. And I think that that was, you know, at the beginning when we decided to talk about this, it was like we were we were getting excited about these tools. And so that's part of the conversation is like, how do we find our core selves? How do we figure out who that core being is? The the innate, whatever you want to call it, the stardust, the, the, the innate part of us that just existed because we came here to the earth. Who is that? Because that person's never going to leave. And that person, when they're out, you're going to feel great because you feel in alignment with the stardust out there too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent because I think what I see, how I see that I've experienced life is that I came, I knew I lost it. And then I've spent most of my adult life uncovering. It's like a, it, it's almost, it's nearly like an archaeologist like you know we're, we're we're doing the dig we're digging yeah. for what lies underneath and yeah. that i think is it can be rewarding it can be frustrating it can be sometimes scary because we have to really face some parts of ourselves that we most that we don't necessarily like um there's many things about my my structure my um design that i don't necessarily like but if you like zoom out and see it as a bigger picture it it takes kind of some of the weight of responsibility of that i'm broken and because society has told me if i'm like this i'm broken but yet I can't be broken if that's the way I was created. Yeah. Every judgment comes from information that we've learned. Yeah. At our core selves, we don't judge. Yeah. We just exist. So everything that we've ever been like, oh, that's good or bad. That's because it's a learned behavior because our core selves just go, it is. Yeah. It's there. It is. <laughs> so that's that. And that's yeah. that over there. And here I am. <laughs> right. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so let's start with the most obvious tool, I think, is astrology. We did uh, a live with Vanessa's star chart. <laughs> I just found it. It's funny that we're talking about it because I I was cleaning up out in the in the um, living room area and I was like, oh, look, here's my birth chart. I should probably take another look at this. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and it's, it, it's like the first blush of information of, of and like, who am I? As the, like, how did the stars and the planets and the galaxies and all of the things influence who I became at that moment I was incarnated back to Earth? And I, I have always found it fascinating. I have always like I'm I'm a I'm a happy student when it comes to learning about it. So I get excited. Um, and I encourage you to go do yours because it when you're doing I think awareness comes in levels and that's the entry level like awareness like start there because and even then I mean yeah. what I received from that I guarantee when I go back and read it again which I haven't done in a long time I'm gonna find depth that was not I wasn't able to access before <laughs> exactly exactly so and basically what that is a snapshot of the sky at the time you excuse me we're born and it, it and where the planets are in correspondence to the sun and where you were and what things were in retrograde and what that does and all of that matters i mean you can even go as far as finding your life path number with chinese astrology you have you have chinese astrology which is another level numerology which is a whole nother level um there's so many different tools in that vein um one of the things i've just discovered recently was and it's not new but it's new to me was human design and regardless of what you know i people have beliefs about things and opinions and that's fine you don't have to sign on to the idea of human design but and i always go in with everything with a sense of like i'm curious but let me see how this fits mm -hmm. and for me learning my human design was like some of the most freeing information i have ever received about myself understanding myself at the core of who I am and how I operate, like it allowed me to have grace and understanding and compassion for myself. When, you know, for example, everybody used to accuse me of fence riding because I'm great at seeing both sides of every situation. So it's really hard for me to choose a side because it's not to say that I don't feel things are right or wrong. I do at my heart, but I also have an understanding. It's like, when an incident happens, I see the incident, I see the trauma, I understand that it was wrong, I understand that it wasn't good, and that person needs to pay the consequences for it. But I'm also interested in how did that person get to that point? Mm -hmm. What drove that person from normal stay homeostasis in their mind, emotions, mental capacity, and put them in that state where they did that? what was the the line between a and z like how did this end up happening because i always feel nothing happens in a vacuum you know what i mean like and so there were things that happened it's not to say that it's it's justifying the action it's to bring understanding and awareness so that maybe we don't perpetuate something in our life or we see the red flags before maybe we're in a relationship with someone and those actions are like you know you see them and you're like 
oh, that's not good. That's not good, good. Yeah. <laughs> and you can get out of it before it becomes to a situation where you're harmed or something happens. It's awareness. And so when I looked at my human design, I have an open crown, an open head, and an open ashna, which means I see all sides of the situations. And to allow myself to release that judgment of being a fence rider of myself and seeing it as that's just who I am, not to say that I don't need to work on it in certain areas, but to be like, oh, it's not because I'm bad or wrong or that I'm broken. It's because my human design has, that's, that's kind of how I work. That's how I work. And it took the, I don't want to say the responsibility of, because I'm ownership of all my parts, but the stress of the idea that I had to fix that, that I had to be something that was not in alignment with myself. I've always tried to stretch into being opinionated, to having an opinion and to being you know, I can't, I, I have thoughts, I have feelings about things. I have like, yeah, that was wrong. And, and, and that, that situation was horrible and tragic, but seeing the path that that led to that is a superpower because with knowledge you can prevent, right? So yeah, you can teach. Exactly. What's crazy about this grace? Like I'm having like a freaking moment because I'm like, well, we were just talking about the judgment of the learned behavior and the whatever, because I'm like, that's not fence riding. That's like beautiful. And I'm like, oh, because that's what I was taught. You and I are very similar in that. We we are curious about why people are doing things. And so that's why, we, like, we do have the ability to go there. And we've trained ourselves in some ways to just not freaking say anything because people can't handle it, you know, but to me, I've always done that because it's a protective measure of them. But I've always been like praised for that. Like you always understand everybody, no matter what. That's part of your kindness is that you don't judge people horribly. You try to understand why they're doing things. I've always been praised for that. And I'm over here like, who taught you? Like, like you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, this is where that comes in. I'm like, Somebody taught you that that was wrong about yourself instead of that it was beautiful about yourself, that that was something that you should like, like go out into the world and do because people don't know how to do it right? <laughs> and to show like, this is not a bad thing. This actually creates peace when you can just be like, hey, why did somebody do that? Okay, I kind of get it a little bit more. You It takes so much emotional charge out of stuff. When you can kind of figure that out. I'm just, I just, I'm sorry to have interrupted, but I was having a surreal moment the entire time that you were talking. Cause I was like, I don't, I don't like, I'm a fence rider too then, you know? but like, I've just felt like it was a good thing. <laughs> yes. Um, but th there again, like different reactions from people of being those different things create that, that kind of, belief system about ourselves and this is where we get to kind of uncover those parts of us that trouble us that we reject or judge and say no that's really who you are now 
in the process of learning any system and anything about yourself, it's not about the idea of judging, changing, fixing, removing, or whatever. It's about the idea of how can I make all of the parts work together in harmony? How can I play to my strengths? And how can I like understand where I step into my not self, like the person that I'm really not and having an awareness around it. That is going to lead me to where I may be in trauma response or an upset about, because when I'm in that part of me that isn't aligned with all of my, my designs and my astrology and all of that, then it indicates that I've deviated from the path because there's something that it's hitting up against that's not okay. And so it brings awareness to parts of me where I've made decisions about myself that aren't true. I've allowed people's influence to tell me what I need to believe about myself or do to earn love or have love or keep love and, and all of that. And, and to, and, and what it's kind of put me in a position of querying is like, for example, I'm a manifester. That's, that's my type. And so we're a real rare group. And we need to step into the ownership of that rareness and not to say as an arrogant, egotistical way, but in a way of it's kind of almost like a little bit of a privilege to kind of, you know, take to, to, to be a part of what I can create and to give and to share that. And, and in that, like, it's not to say that anybody's beholding to me, but to be like, oh my gosh, to honor that and respect that. And because I'm not respecting that in myself, that is being reflected in my relationships because I don't honor that for myself. So there's places and indications where I'm out of my alignment and I'm not in my core self. I'm not in the core of who I am that it's creating upset, disharmony. I'm getting into what they call my not self because for, for manifestors, peace, it's funny you say peace, Vanessa, because I'm like, yeah, because that's that's who I am. I want things to be peaceful. Right. Yeah. And so when I step into conflict and step into that area, that's where I've deviated from my path. It's an indicator saying you've stepped away from your core self. You are operating in an operating system that was not designed by you. Mm-hmm how do we get back there or how do we not have that deviation happen right it's knowledge it's about empowering us to not to release the judgments to look at the parts of us and say yep that makes so much sense why i do those things Mm -hmm. and to say okay how can i be in the highest level of that information how can I use it to be in my best life, to live my best life, to share and be in what I'm here to do? Like, mm-hmm. how do I do that? That's the whole point of any of it. Astrology, numerology, whatever it is, that's the whole point of it. Yeah. And to be able to, like, exist with awareness in, in as many moments as possible, I feel like, is is like the goal, right? Because our decision making may look similar, you know, like what we were just talking about right now is like, the decision making of what to do with that information is probably going to remain similar, you're still going to be the person who still, you know, can see both sides, and you're still going to filter that information sometimes, because there's the thing called knowing your audience, 
right? Like, and it's like, just because I have this superpower doesn't mean that you can handle it. So I'm not going to give it to you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm smart enough to know that that's not the good, the best idea for me right now. But it's the like feeling of the empowerment of I have information and I'm going to use it or not, or, you know what I mean? Like, it just feels so much more flow. And like you're saying, like, it's not about arrogance. It's just about like creating beautiful moments with what you've got and what's in front of you. And, and like the harmony of it all is like so much easier when you know what you're doing, <laughs> right? Like when you, when you feel like it's intentional, like I, all my clients know that like we sit and we're just like, we're just trying to live a more intentional life and a less accidental life, right? Mm -hmm. Because when we feel like it is an accidental life, there's a lot of question marks and we don't like the question marks because they don't feel very empowering and they definitely feel very out of control and we don't like that feeling either. But if we feel like it was intention, even when we have made, when, even when we make mistakes, we understand the intention behind it. And, and, and if it is our core selves, it's a completely different experience, right? Like we're, we're like, that came from the most innocent part of me. And so I'm, thinking differently about all of everything that came of it consequence or not consequence or even reward you know like some some rewards that you receive because of who you are feel very differently you know because you're just kind of like well yeah <laughs> that was my intention <laughs> right like <laughs> I brought it to fruition and that's it like I'm done with it at that point because that was what I intended to do I didn't intend to like create anything other than that was you know awareness or whatever um but when we don't know our core selves and we don't know where things are coming from there's so much turmoil that that is had and like many different you know like with with astrology i think that it's like the perfect gateway into these conversations right because everybody like has at least some knowledge right and i love i love so much like i have a couple clients that like didn't at first believe in it and now it's like every now and then we have these conversations and they're like, yeah, this one's a Taurus. <laughs> right. And I'm like, you've been reading, you know, and like, and, but I'm happy about it because it again, it shows the curiosity about people. And to me, that makes me so happy because I'm like, even if you don't a hundred percent buy in, but you're getting some, inf you're deciding to look for information that gives you something other than your programming information. I'm in a, I'm happy. I'm, I'm so happy because it, it just takes it. People talk about doubt as a bad thing. I'm always like, let's create doubt. Like I, I sit in my sessions and I'm like, let's just create doubt because within doubt comes surrender because we don't know all of a sudden the things we knew, we don't know. And then possibility comes in and then it's like, oh no, like, okay, well, what else? What's my option now? Well, blinders are off. My option is wait and see go look for other information, ask some questions. You know, it takes, a, a, it takes us out of that, like super, like, oh, what am I trying to say? Like, like, uh, like vice grip type of, of place that, that has really ruined a lot of people. <laughs> like if we're being honest, is that like, this is how people are supposed to be right. Like, and, and, and people are holding on to it. Like, this is how people are supposed to be. And most uh, probably all. I mean, I feel comfortable saying because our society is created on a whole bunch of different things that are not designed by humanness. Most, if not all people are struggling because of that. 
because of going with a belief system that's been passed down and not a belief system that comes from the innate self. Right. And so we got to get at it. So astrology being like, you know, like our gateway of being like, okay, well, does that fit? You know, and I, whenever I tell people I'm a super Libra, just go look it up. And I'm all <laughs> those things. Like it'll, you'll know everything about me or not everything, but you'll know a ton about me. Just look it up. Right. And then, then look up Gemini. Cause that is my rising. And I look up Aquarius and, and you'll get you, all of it's going to make sense to you. Right. <laughs> you know, but there's more, you know, but, but that being something that, um, for a lot of people is accurate enough, right. To be able to go, wow. Okay. Maybe there are some things that are just because you were born when you were born a thing. Yeah. And now we've created doubt <laughs> of everybody has to be this certain way. Like, well, guess what? Everybody's not. So now what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think too, for me, it's so much like, uh, I, uh, <laughs> in learning human design and I've just dipped my toe in like we're talking like one toe I am on the path of putting my full self into the lake but that little bit has impacted me in such a way that it excites me to learn more it excites me to get into the nitty-gritty to understand and how to orchestrate all those parts of myself and all of this information and create this understanding of my, who I am at my core, because with that knowledge, I can have success. Like knowing that, I mean, and manifestors don't, they, they're closed. They don't, their, their energies are not open and they're, they work really well by themselves. I have a tendency to hermit a little bit and I, and while I know I need human interaction because I'm also human too, I never understood how important it is for me to have that, how, why I don't work well in an office, why, where I don't, I love creating structure around chaos in, 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 in most every job I've done in the non spiritual world that's exactly what i have done i have taken something that is unruly and chaotic or not in any type of structure and created structure around it for it to be successful it's my superpower it's what i do Mm -hmm. and i figured that out before but i didn't understand that it was because it was part that's who i am like I knew that part of myself, but I was like, that's just who I am. It's what I do. I control, I structure chaos. So it works right. for people. Well, and it's easy to explain too. Like, like we can explain that with trauma also. Yeah. Like I create Absolutely. order because of disorder being so unsafe. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, but also it, I am able to do it because it's who I am. Yes. Yes. And I get great satisfaction out of doing it. Because not everybody's able to do it. When we actually say that out loud, I'm like, there's a lot of people who can't create structure from chaos, even, you know, even with unsafety and trauma and whatever, they just continue the chaos. Like, Oh, cause it, it's not innately in them. Sometimes yes. there, there, there's something else that. Oh. 
can of worms everywhere. <laughs> worms everywhere. <laughs> it's like those pop up, like you just open it up and they all just went everywhere. <laughs> yes. hundred <laughs> um, percent. That's how I felt when I, when I learned what my human design was, but my, my example is to share that, like, I don't have to feel bad about it. And like my awkwardness, like right now I'm having, I'm in an awkward phase with my work in that I want to be more part of the group. I want to be more social. I want to be more like connected to the people I work with. But being a closed energy, like, hello, of course I'm going to feel awkward in trying to be part of the group. I have no energy for them to tap into that they understand who I am or how I work. I'm an enigma, really, when it comes down to it. They're like, who is this person? I don't even know who she is. But, but, and I've always said, I'm, I'm the most open person ever. No, really? You wonder, and I used to get so upset because people used to find me so intimidating. I'm like, I'm not intimidating. I'm the least intimidating person in the world, but because they couldn't energetically read me, that spelled intimidation because they didn't understand where I was. And it not open means closed, right? right. Like, and we're totally black and whiting that. (laughs) Right. And so it was like, oh, oh, okay. It just, it, it took so much, like, you don't have social skills. That's why you're awkward with everything. And I'm like, it's not because I don't have social skills. It's because that's just who I am. It's, But I can work in situations, like, for example, when I do readings, I'm very energetically open because I'm connecting with somebody. Mm-hmm. And when I do, like, fairs or, you know, expos or whatever, I have to be open for two days, like, no wonder why the, the the next like seven, I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody or speak to anybody or even be around anybody. Yeah. Like it's, it makes so much sense. But knowing that gives me an understanding of, I want to create openness within the people at work. So that means I have to work a little bit harder to have a little bit of an opening to share or connect in ways that I can. And that understanding gives me so much grace about the awkwardness I'm feeling and the idea of I, I don't make friends easily. Like I used that part of me, it angered me so deeply because I am so isolated so often because of having closed energy. I, I struggle deeply on how to make friends. And, but now I know why, but it's not because there's something wrong with me it's because that's just kind of how I am and who I am. Now, am I going to say, okay, I don't need to make friends? No, but I know that it's going to take me a little work to open to trusting friends, to being with people. Well, and you're going to have to figure out what that means, right? Like, because even what you're saying is a societal construct. You have to make friends. What the, what? Like how many, huh? Like, What's making, what is acceptable and what I, when can I call myself socially good, right? Like, tell me the number. (laughs) It doesn't exist. It's all made up. I have like four good friends. Is that enough? Right. Exactly. Like all made up, right? Like, so even when you're talking about socially awkward, I'm just like, you know, I'm awkward uh, sometimes. Like sometimes I'm just awkward. 
And the the idea of like you're socially awkward. Like I remember, like I I, I stopped drinking. I just didn't want to drink anymore. And then it was like I've been so social. Like drinking and social stuff has gone together so much that I was like, now I'm awkward, right? Like, and so I would start to be like, oh my god, like you never were like social, you know? And it's like, oh, and it's like, no, okay, you're just learning to do things differently. But it's like, yeah, maybe you weren't. And maybe you needed that social lubrication because you had this belief system of you had to be social and you're not actually wanting to do all of those things. But society told you that this is what you're supposed to do, especially if you're like me, who's like super fun, life of the party, like whatever. Well, you don't deny people that you've got to do that. You got to be out there. People want to be around you. So you got to be around those people. They like talking to you. You got to talk to those people. Like it was all made up right? Like, and what you're saying, you know, about like, oh, I'm socially all made up because humans as humans, some are quiet, some are not. And that's it, you know, and some like to talk and some don't, and that's it. And we've forgotten that because we're like, well, in society, you have to do all these things yeah. or else you're freaking weird or, or else you're cold and, or, or else you're not friendly. And yeah. it's like, how do you know my heart? <laughs> just because I don't want to make small talk doesn't make me not friendly it means I don't want to make small talk and that's it I just don't like doing it you know and and being able to accept that being able to see the social constructs as oppressing the person that you are versus you feeling like you are failing as a human being because you can't meet a social social construct is the problem that you know like of this that the human design I feel like helps relieve is that we're like Okay, let me bounce that off the social construct that has given me trouble there and and, and remember that it was all made up, all made up, everything, I mean, every, my famous thing, everybody's like, yeah, Vanessa, we know, time was made up, money was made up, you know, <laughs> I'm always saying it, right? like, we live in all these constructs that are not normal, like, for existence, they just yep. were made up by society, <laughs> we just follow them and believe in them. Yeah. And outside of like the personal situation, if you're an entrepreneur and you're in that space, like, you know how hard it is for me to do social media Mm. (laughs) for myself, like, because I don't want to do it because that's just so against that grain. It's so against that feeling of not peacefulness because there is, there is conflict in social media. So I, I, I'm reticent, I'm reluctant to step into that so those are the kind of ways that we can use the information to tend to take back that little bit of power from all the beliefs that we have adopted from others and adopted from you know growing up teachers friends society social media whatever that we can take all that back and be like yep nope i'm good within myself i'm gonna work because I'm going to not work, but I am going to learn how to best optimize those versions of myself, but also know how to create connections that are, that are loving and kind and respectful of me. And that's, that's able to communicate, right? Like, so we're able to communicate who we are, if we know who we are, to be able to say, I'm not big on talking. Right. Because then if I've given you that information, you're not making up your own story because of me not talking. 
You know, it seems very simple when I say it that way, but it's like so many people don't know themselves because they've been trying to follow the social construct for so long that it's just like innate within them, an automatic reaction to either do it or then judge yourself for not doing it. Yeah. Which is crazy. It is crazy. When you say it out loud, again, like a lot of these things, when we say them out loud, we're like, how nuts, but <laughs> we're doing it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> operating right from the system on a daily basis <laughs> absolutely so what do you let's venture into the construct of these personality tests oh god this is where like my psychology people don't enjoy my conversation um is because i just don't like them i mean i don't I don't like them. Be- I-, I like to me the astrology. It to is it's gonna sound weird to say is more valid because it's based on like existence. You know what I mean? I feel like personality tests <laughs> like have so many other variables, and psychology is just observation and labeling. You know, and 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 I say that with love because I do obviously have a lot of love in my heart for psychology stuff like I really you know like to see trends and things like that like I don't ignore the entire thing but I just don't treat it as gospel because I don't believe in it as gospel so that's how I feel I mean I'm pretty sure I've taken the Myers-Briggs a couple times in my life and not gotten the same result you know why because as time goes on I change you know as I become more myself I change And like what may have been extroverted before because my behaviors, that's all these tests are. They're talking about your behaviors. My behaviors were a certain way because I believed I need to be that person. So I, here I am clicking through like in this, in this instance, this is what I would do. Well, yeah, because I was taught that that's what I was supposed to do. Well, as I get later in life, all of a sudden I'm introverted. Like, no, but if we're going to label, I guess, yes. That doesn't make any sense, right? Because if we're supposed to be taking this personality test that tells us who we are as people, well, then which one which one of me was lying when I got the I versus the E? Neither one of us, right? Like, because it was just how my life was and who I was showing up as in the world in these kind of tests. I Everybody knows I I mean... Somebody messaged me the other day about a diagnosis and I was like, uh, wrong tree. Like, if you need one of those, you need to go somewhere else because I don't like it. Like, I feel like it's it's going to, if you're looking for it, we need to explore why you're looking for it versus what it actually is. Because yeah. there's some, you know, to me, that matters a heck of a lot more. And I feel the same way about personality tests. Why do you want your personality test to explain yourself? Well, then let's you and I sit down and find out who you are so you can explain yourself because a test isn't going to tell you the core of you unless you sit with it and decide if your behaviors are the core of you, right? Like if you're the person who lights up the room and you're always talking, you could be feeling social pressure and that's not extroversion. (laughs) That's actually, and we're not going to celebrate it and we're not going to push it and we're not going to tell everybody that that's what you are because then they're going to expect it from you this is a horrible idea let's not do that <laughs> right so yeah my my feelings on personality tests are like that could be fun <laughs> try it on 
but I'm much more interested in things that are you know more about like well when you when you arrived on this earth because everything is made out of stardust what makeup what energies created you in that that moment and when we go into personality we may talk about what your experiences were in life that created that and if you love that personality uh, you know that that was created great well you know you go with it but if you don't then you know we dip more into some of these human design things or whatever try that on tell me what that feels like if, and especially if it's in conflict let's talk about why it's in conflict you know like that the our again societal constructs we really like taking a test and then labeling ourselves we love it <laughs> we love to we put ourselves all the in time boxes. we yes. love putting ourselves in the boxes and then being really mad that we're in a box yes yeah that is the dichotomy <laughs> like don't treat me like i'm not an individual well okay then tell me about the individual that is you <laughs> instead of giving me a label that was not created about your unique you yeah when you look at those types of personality tests i encourage you to go in with the energy of discovery of how that sorry that they kind of give you a snapshot of where you're operating from in a sense of in relationship to our trauma woundings like for example like i'm a nine on whatever test that is and it's a very people pleaser <laughs> test i don't remember the name of it i i feel so you <laughs> have the graph but i don't even remember the name of it. <laughs> i don't even but it's but it's a people pleaser place but i that that's how my trauma is showing up as being a people pleaser because to me it meant safety so it's more of an indication of how my systems are showing up and what's exacerbated and what's not like mm -hmm. and can i just tell you being an open ashna an open-headed person i an offense so i'm going to claim the word fence rider being that person makes these tests so fucking difficult because i would choose all of the answers yeah. oh and not right and again like in my mood creates different like tomorrow i could be completely opposite so right right especially so it's, it's, I, right? <laughs> yes. this is not how i feel yeah. <laughs> so go in with it just maybe as an indicator of maybe how your trauma is showing up how your wounding is showing up and and the sense of not a sense of that's who i am but that's how energetically think parts of me are showing up that's yeah. more of what they're supposed to be for. It's yeah. not supposed to tell you who you are at the core of you. Yes. I mean, how many, again, like how many times people slap on the label and just still don't feel good, right? Like we're like, I still, it just still doesn't feel right. I'm like, yeah, because it's not, you know, that's not enough work. <laughs> Yeah. doing a 12 minute test is not enough work <laughs> to figure out who you are <laughs> you know if, if if they're the gateway into you looking at that and you're like oh okay you know yeah i i i, I like feel that this does describe where i'm at and sometimes that's the gateway to get people to have understanding about themselves. And if that's the case, great, but don't give up your entire power and say, this is who I am forever using yeah. those tests. Yes. Especially if you don't like it. Right. Like, don't, don't think that, you know, if, 
if it feels like, oh yeah, that's kind of how I would describe myself to people, great, go seek information about that type. But don't understand that it's all fluid. It's, it's based off of emotion. It's based off of mental belief systems. It's not based off of who you are internally. It's the reflection or the beliefs that you have about what has happened or what you think you are. Yes. And like, <laughs> again, like, here I go with <laughs> like, none of it matters. Like it matters, but none of it matters, right? Like you get choice no matter what, you know, yeah. even when, when we look at like the human design, which to both of us, it blew us away where we're like, oh, like lots of things make sense here. But also you get to try it on and you get to say, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. Just because it's who I am, it doesn't mean that that's what I want to do. You know, yeah. like you always have free will and choice. And I think that that's the thing that like, for me, I'm always trying to do for myself, which, you know, easier said than done, which is why I have patience with other people. Like I'm constantly like, well, that's how I am. And I'm like, you can't like do that. <laughs> you know, like, cause if you're saying it that way, you don't like it. So do something different because the world you want to be in maybe wants some, you know, requires you to step into a different comfort zone that isn't your human design or isn't your, you know, your Libra-ness, right? Like confrontation. I got to do it sometimes. It's against everything I want to do, but sometimes I've got to do it, you know, and that's, that's, but if I'm doing it with the knowledge that I don't, you know, like, hey man, like this is not this is not my core being, but the world I'm in right now requires this of me. How do I allow myself to do it in a way that doesn't abandon myself or yada, you know, like all that kind of stuff. You still are going to make decisions that the world demands of you, that your, your human design or your astrology or your personality or whatever, you know, demands to be altered. But when you have the knowledge about it and the and can use intention it feels completely different yeah. it just feels different to be able to know when you're doing something against your personal you know your human design and why you're doing it you just do it <laughs> right like and that's like I, I think the most important part about it is like you don't have to 100 own something if it makes you feel uncomfortable in any way and when it does make you feel uncomfortable, there's the the dial down that I call it the dial down of why we just go through lots of whys till we get to the root of that, you know, of, of why that is and soothe the root of it. So like, basically, like putting so much pressure on all of these things is like, it's not meant for pressure. It's meant for information. It's not meant for explanation of you so you can go into the world and 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 protect yourself by saying that but this is who I am like you can do that but like that's not that's not what learning your about yourself is 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 best used for you know like it's best used for knowing how to intentionally show up in all the spaces in whatever way feels aligned <laughs> knowing why you're doing it so that you feel like you are co-creating with the universe versus either being dragged around or, you know, being too structured and too controlling that, that also doesn't feel good. You know, it's like, we're going through this and we're like, who's your core self? But it's still like, listen, when you find out who your core self is through any of these assessments, 
also know that you've been given a guidance system by the universe that means you can do whatever it is that feels aligned, whether it says it on that piece of paper or not. Right. Because we get to do that. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was just, sorry, I was just listening <laughs> to, to what was coming in. I was like, I know, I was like, pause. Um, and I was just like losing it. I don't know. I was like, just pull yourself together. But that's how I get because I get so emotionally charged about the pain that people put themselves in by saying, I took the test and this is who I am. And then like guiding their whole life based on it. And it's like, okay, listen, like it's not really meant to be rigid and whatever, because again, remembering like everything that has ever been put together is not individual yeah. because you are always going to be an individual. Yeah. And what you were saying about your dialing down into the why um, of having a charge or upset around something you learn, that's shadow work. That's, that's why the information lends to show us where our shadows are where the things are that we have rejection around or where we may reject ourselves or where, where we may reject parts of ourselves and or types or things. And, and so when we can, when we have such a reaction, like you said, if we dial down into the why we uncover the driving root of that, like rejection or that upset or that charge around whatever you're experiencing which is quintessential to acceptance mm -hmm. it's 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 like so important to understand and to be able to have awareness around the shadow parts of us in order to step in fully into that acceptance so that's what these tools can help us do you know it's sometimes not even about who we are or who our core self is it's about where we're holding charge around certain parts of ourselves that that are preventing us from living fully into who we are at a core. Yeah. I mean, the more we learn about ourselves, the better always. And because the world shifts, we shift. And yeah. so, I mean, it's like a perpetual curiosity mission, you know, like where we, I, I find it freeing, you know, some people who don't, I mean, I understand I'm, I'm all air, triple air sign. I understand that to me, freedom is not, is like, blowing the wind right like into other people I was like this is fucking terrifying <laughs> but for me it's super freeing to be like oh god everything changes thank god you know like thank god that what I know about myself today can be different tomorrow if something else happens it's different like I like that's so freeing to me because it means I don't have to know anything <laughs> right like I don't have to have certainty it gives the air sign like an ability to not have certainty because it's like it could all change tomorrow and yeah. probably will yeah. because the world happens every single day the world happens and you're going to hear a piece of information that's going to make you feel something different today than what you felt yesterday so the point of rigidity doesn't exist because rigidity just means that you won't be open and you not being open eventually me and when I say this eventually causes a problem yeah. <laughs> so just allow yourself to float because you are floaty you know and feel the peace of the fact that nothing is finite yeah awesome 
right? Like awesome. So everything I know about myself today, if tomorrow I learn something different, that shifts. Awesome. Because I learned something new and then I can show up better for myself. Cool. I like it. Yeah. 100%. We hope that we have shared. <laughs> I'm like, I think I just confused everybody. I don't know. I... It's okay. No, you're fine. Everything is important. Everybody's going to hear something different. You know that. Everybody's going to take what they need and leave the rest as we always encourage us, our friends to do. Um, I hope you get curious about your core self. I hope you get curious. And if you do decide to do human design, do it with, do it from someone you trust and someone who processes from the original person who did it because there's a lot of people putting their spin on it out there so understand if it doesn't align with you maybe it's the person that's giving it to you so please always do your investigation because interpretation is everything and it's you know there are core original interpretations of the charts that are important to make sure that you understand even if somebody's giving it to you in their own um that's important. Or if you decide to go do your your birth chart or numerology or Chinese astrology, or even if you're a fan of personality tests, which I'm not, neither is Vanessa. Um, do still, still can give you valid information if you keep looking. <laughs> right. If you keep on the path, don't just take the, the, the result and tuck it in your pocket and move on. You know, use it for reasons of investigation. So if you have any questions, please reach out to us. You know that we're always here for you. We say it every time. We mean it every time. Um, but get curious about yourself because this is a place where you can really learn so much to have to help yourself step into radical acceptance. And I I'm on board with that word and the terms of it. Maybe not what other people are spinning it as. Always in a disclaimer. It's my open Ashna. <laughs> so. I love you guys, and I hope to see you next time, and take care, and be well. Okay. Love y'all. If you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room. To more deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast, I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at Vanessa Perry Counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net. And if you wish to take your healing further through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light. <laughs>